It's the Popcorn Boys, and we're coming in hot. We are coming at you live from Culver City, California. I am Kyle Jamison. With me is Daniel Trainer. Daniel, we're back, baby. Wow, a week off and just the world doesn't feel right, does it? Feeling refreshed. Vacation is over. How was your vacation? Back in town. How was your vacation, Kyle? Ooh, baby. How many lobster rolls did you eat while you were out? Quite a few, the, actually. Out on the vineyard. How many did I have? Did I have two? I think I had two. Yeah, doesn't over feel like my, enough, but... Over my week and a half vacation. Wow. Some clam chowder. A lot of chowder. You hang out with the Afflicks. Matt Damon. Yeah, they were all around. Who else is from Massachusetts that's famous? Chris Evans, John Krasinski. Basically name a white actor. <laughs> They're all from Boston. Yeah, had a great had a great vacay. You know, a little Martha's Vineyard, little Nantucket. Little northern, uh, or not really northern mass. Is that considered northern mass? Whatever. A little north shore. Don't ask me. Hanging out on the north shore, you know? Hanging out on the north shore with my boy Tommy. 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 Is everyone there named Tommy? No. Just Tommy Brady. Now, what's interesting is that Manchester by the Sea is the name of a city. Thoughts? Man- uh, I was, was I in Man, did I, I was in. I can't remember if I was in How does something like that happen? What do you mean? How does that happen? How does that become the name of a city? I don't understand the issue. It's Manchester and it's by the sea. Sure, but we're not Culver City by the 405. <laughs> Fair. Uh, it's good. It's a good name. It's pretentious. No, actually, it's fantastic. I actually agree. I am on board. No, I, was, I was right near Manchester by the sea. My, uh, my brother. Oh, did you see the house? What house? The house that burned down. No. It, it burned down. In the movie? I know what you're talking about. Okay. I've seen the movie. Casey Affleck's Oscar win. Can we revoke it? <laughs> He's excellent in the movie. Not in real life. Well, what are you going to do? Well, I'm glad you're back. I'm back, baby. Uh, also back, box office drama. Wow. <laughs> So since we've last spoken to you, um, three of our movies have been released. We had two uh, two weeks ago or what is that, a week and a half ago, whatever. And over this past weekend, of course, we had Black Widow released. Woo, baby! So let's go through it. Um, let's let's give you guys an update on the the box office challenge because really, that's all we're here to talk about. It's the most important thing on planet Earth. So the current standings. Uh, I'm in the lead with 472 sure. million ish dollars. You are at about half that with 238 million. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, the trick is that you've only had two movies released thus far. That's with, right. Um, a, a Quieter Place and Black Widow. Yeah. Black Widow has the biggest opening weekend of the year thus far. <laughs> Open to eighty million. I just want to thank everyone for listening. I I would I would assume eighty million. Uh, maybe a slight disappointment. Maybe I I, <laughs> I would like to. I was think, just trying to to swipe in and steal your your celebration. Sure, but I I would like to thank all of the popcorn boys family the for going pals. out. The popcorn pals, thank you. So sorry for going out and uh, supporting Black Widow. Uh, I think this really shows that the fandom and the audience is on my side. They really want me to win the box office challenge. So I thank you, brothers, sisters, friends, family, for going out there this weekend and really showing up for me. It means a lot. Thank you, fam. 
Also, since we last recorded, we had the release of The Boss Baby, Family Business. Good God almighty. And The Forever Purge. The Forever Purge. Is that what they say in the trailer? It's The Forever Purge. Something mm, like that. Interesting. Um, neither of them are doing particularly well. No. Uh, Boss Baby, after two plus weeks, sitting at $36 million. Hey, more like not, not a Boss Baby would be my thought on that one. My three-year-old nephew, Cal, we we were calling him the boss baby. And he listens. He's a fan. Hello, Cal. Love you. Love you, Calvin. Uh, he... You know my name was going to be Calvin. Was it? Yeah. Because that's my grandfather's name. Really? Yeah. He has unfortunately passed and has been passed for quite a while, actually since before I was born. Okay. But he, uh, his name was Calvin. And up until pretty close to my birth... Uh, they were going to go with Calvin, but Calvin was a little controversial because if it was going to be Calvin, it was going to be Calvin James. And people, they, my parents didn't want people calling me CJ uh. for whatever reason. So then they flipped it because James is from my dad's side of the family, Calvin from my mom's. So now it's Daniel, famously, Alexander. The Alexander is my mother's maiden name. So What's the Daniel? El- Elton John. <laughs> You're my brother. You are better than me. My, bro- my brother used to sing that to me every day when we woke up. Well, uh, so the Forever Purge, sitting at twenty-eight million. Not great, folks. Uh, I have had... Let me count them up real quick. I bet oh, you sorry. wish you could forever purge it from your picks. I mean, I kind of do. I drafted it 24th overall. Don't think it's going to end up that high in the year-end <laughs> box office standings. You don't? Uh, we also had some unfortunate big news uh, on This my is half. big. News bulletin. News bulletin sound. Um, Downton Abbey 2. A movie that no one asked for other than your grandmother. Has been officially pushed out of 2021. Wow. Uh, it was towards the end of, of my picks this year. but uh, So the, the way our rules work, if you have a movie, this is why we draft the alternates. We each drafted three alternates. Yeah. Uh, so my first alternate pick gets bumped up into my official lineup. And unfortunately for me, that movie <laughs> has, <laughs> has, already, me, me. has already come out. And... <laughs> George didn't like that that noise you were making. Yeah, there's a dog here on the couch between us at the moment. George, really, would you like to say anything to the fans? Okay, he smelled the microphone. <laughs> Georgie! There's a dog here, ladies what and gentlemen. There's a dog. Uh, anyway, so my George is staring at me like... Alternate pick. Humans are just the worst. Was Spirit I agree. Untamed. Uh, George is on the move. It was very... Oh, George, he's stepping on my microphone cord. Get comfy, buddy. He, well, yeah. There, did you, did you notice boy. what happened? You said my backup pick was Speared Untamed. He's like, I gotta get away from this idiot. George just did a huge sigh. Yeah. Speared Untamed. I can't tell if he's mad about Speared Untamed or if he's mad that I'm not petting him. Well, it's gotta be both. Anyway, Speared Untamed, unfortunately, came out uh, over a month ago and has made $17 million at the box office thus far. Unfortunately, it's been... Bumped up into the 20th spot in my lineup, which is not going to help my performance overall. Not at all. Uh, if we're looking at the outlook overall, so I've had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of my 20 movies have already been released. Um, with the 10th, the halfway point Space Jam 
a new legacy <laughs> all right to come this weekend you've only had two to come so you're you're uh very much on the back end and yet and yet this year's release dates. and yet i am hitting two for two black widow a quieter place two huge hits two monumental box office successes if i'm being honest you should be shaking in your boots look it was your second pick and your seventh pick, so you needed them to do well. <laughs> um, and they did. So They, they huh. have done well. Isn't that interesting? Really, the only thing that's happened so far is that none of my lower picks have really popped. You're always looking for a few of those second half of the draft movies yep. to, to really pop. Mine have not. They're, they've been disappointed for the most part. Um, I've got you know, a handful of movies here that look like they're not going to even make $50 million at the box office, which is a disappointing number in the box office draft. Um, really the only one that's kind of outperforming its draft slot thus far on the, on the lower end is, is the conjuring. The devil made me do it, which devil my, made me do it. my 17th pick. It's, it's already made $63 million. So that's, that's a pretty decent, uh, sure. pick towards the end there, but the rest, now eh, I'm going to need to pick it up a little bit. I'm going to need to pick it up starting with uh, space jam this week. Now you're really burying the lead here, which is black widow. Right. And, and I think this is what we want to spend some time talking about this week is first of all, the box office performance, which we've gotten into a little bit here, 80 million, you know, was I hoping for something closer to a hundred? You know, I, I can't lie to you. I was, uh, it's, it's Thursday preview number sort of looked like it was maybe headed toward a higher number than 80, but you know, this is a movie that you can rent on Disney plus as well made what something like $60 million in rentals on Disney plus. And you know, do I think that maybe we should be counting those numbers toward the box office draft? I do. And uh, actually I do. A truly outrageous <laughs> comment considering we knew this going in, we accounted sure. for these rules well, and uh, yeah, we sure had even made that much. I don't know. Well, so here's okay. Numbers. So here's the thing. Box office aside, this is a movie that I saw. Ooh, thank you. Uh, went and saw in the theater. Uh, you know, spent my hard-earned dough to help me out of the box office draft, and also to go uh, see Black Widow, a movie that I was actually quite excited to see, which is sort of a chasm in our film fandom would you agree i would agree and that chasm is the fact that for better or worse i see most marvel movies in theaters and not only do i see them in theaters i see most of them opening weekend now this is interesting because i'm not i'm sorry i'm not a nerd (laughs) wow sure sounds like it hi do you see i'm no four eyes there have been 24 Marvel movies released. Correct. In the Marvel Cinematic. The MCU. The MCU. As, in we, in the as we call it. Cinematic The MCU. Universe. We call it the MCU. Okay? We call it the MCU. I'm putting cinematic in quotes. Hat tip to Martin Scorsese. Oh, God. Give me a break. It's not cinema. Maybe actually, these it's movies not are cinema. These actually these movies aren't cinema. <laughs> I'm going to go make a three and a half hour movie that's boring as fuck. Give me a fucking break. Black Widow's better than The Irishman. I'll tell you that much. I would argue that 75% of the movies in the MCU are better than The Irishman. That's preposterous. The Irishman. The Irishman is so much better than any movie in the MCU. Hey, go get that guy. He's got the papers. That's The Irishman to me. What's what's going on here? So now you're, you're shitting on Martin Scorsese? Yeah. The greatest 
uh, director of our time. Our time? All time? Listen, Scorsese's made a couple of good flicks, pal. All right? Where does he stand in the in the pantheon of American directors? Mm. We're, we're actually we're going to do a Scorsese episode where we watch Would love it. Would every love single it. one of them. I'm shitting movies. on him because he's become a grumpy old man. It happens to the best of them. He really he's, hasn't, by the way. He's Walter Mathout. He's he's Mathout and Lemoned. He he Mathout Lemoned. He's like the biggest film enthusiast. Oh, here we there. go. Here we go. But I actually love cinema. <laughs> I love cinema. I love going to the theater. But if there's a superhero in that, kick rocks. All right. So your terrible opinions about Marty. No, we love you, Marty. Come on the pod. We love you. We love you, Marty. King Marty, come on the pod. Black Widow. So you were excited to see this movie. Of course I was excited to see this movie. Scarlett Johansson aside. Listen, speaking <laughs> of Marty, do I have some complicated thoughts on ScarJo? Of course you, I do. I'm a the living... idea that you would be excited about this movie when you don't like Scarlett Johansson. I've never said that sense. I don't like her. Do I think that she has made some questionable choices both professionally and personally? Of course. The fact that she's currently pregnant with Colin Joe's baby, is that troubling? It of course is. It of course is. And that's 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 my weekend update. Okay? Oh that's my weekend update. Okay? <laughs> Scarlet being pregnant with Colin Joe's baby is my weekend update. Oh, is it? And it's bad. She's not a perfect person, okay? But who amongst us is? I don't really like her. I find her to be sort of incredibly annoying. But she is fantastic in this movie. I was excited for this movie because of the fact that uh, female representation in the MCU sort of severely... FEMA? Yes, FEMA. We have to have more FEMA recognition in the MCU. And I've been saying that. I've been saying that for years. I mean, with all. Every one of these Marvel movies, there is legitimate disaster. And where are they? And where's FEMA? Disaster cleanup. And where's FEMA? Where is it? But to have the female representation in an MCU movie is very exciting. Scarlet, we love. I will say this briefly and then I will get back to it in a little bit. Florence Pugh, we love. Rachel Weiss, we love. Okay? Directed by a woman, in fact. If you can believe that, women direct movies now. Do they? Sometimes they are allowed to. Marvel Sometimes they are allowed to. Yep, sometimes they are allowed to. Imagine being excited to see this movie. Okay, oh, imagine being excited to eat chocolate. It's like, it's... Uh, it imagine being excited for Christmas. Yeah, no. Nah. You don't like Christmas? That would actually explain everything. Do you not like Christmas? And this is, I'm not saying put the Christ back in Christmas. I'm just saying take the Christ out of Christmas. I say put the mass back in Christmas. <laughs> uh, no, I don't particularly love Christmas. Christmas is fine. Christmas is fine. See, that's it. Of course that's it. You don't like joy. No, okay, hold on. Let's get into this for a second. And I'm talking about the Jennifer Lawrence movie. <laughs> joy. Never saw it, but I'm up. It's a bit of mop. For, you are generally not a fan of most movie franchises. A metaphor eyes, yeah, correct. Uh, you're not a Star <laughs> Wars person. You're not a Lord of the Rings. Hold person. on, I'm, you're it, not a Harry Potter person. No, you're Harry Potter. A, give me a break. Whatever the on DC the brooms and movies stuff? are called, person. The um, DCU. Is it the DCU? I don't know. I feel like it's something I mean, else. It has to be that. DCU. DC United. <laughs> Soccer team. Yeah. 
Landon Donovan. Freddie Adu. Messi. Messi was never on. No, oh, I don't know. Famously, I don't. named someone who actually played on DC United. Freddie Adu. You can't just name. He was in Ben like Beckham. You can't just name fake people and. Freddie Adu, not a fa- he was the Freddie Adu. Okay, he was the next LeBron. B- Buddy Adu. Until he was, uh, until he was never particularly any good. Oh well, sorry, Tim. Freddie Adu was supposed to be the. Was he the one who dated savior? Was he the one who dated JoJo? JoJo Siwa. No, queer ally. <laughs> no, was he the one? Freddie Adu, a soccer player, dated JoJo. I don't know who JoJo has dated. Sorry. Freddie Adu. I'm looking it up. Go on. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, and but for whatever reason, the Marvel Cinematic, quote unquote, universe okay, hold is on. the one that you're into. I do. Like so not only sorry, not only did I spell Freddie's first name wrong, I spelled his last <laughs> name wrong. <laughs> Killing it. Freddie Adu Jojo. It was <laughs> Look at them. Here they are at the Teen Choice Awards. Wow. 2005? That's fun. See, Freddie was a big deal. Well, JoJo's a big deal. He was trying to ride her coattails to Freddie was supposed to be the savior of American soccer. And then it turned out that JoJo was the savior of American pop music. He was a household name when he was like 12. and then Oh, was... yeah. A household name. I just spelled his first and last name wrong. Well, maybe not in your household because you like hockey for some reason. Wait, no. Okay. If you watch soccer, stop listening to this. It's not for you. <laughs> it's just not for you. It's different. Oh boy, George, what are you doing? When dogs lick their balls. He doesn't have any balls. Oh, oh, George. He's. Uh, George, you're making me uncomfortable. Leave him oh, alone. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> Leave him alone. Outside. I'm sorry, buddy. Okay, so let me A to C here. What were we doing? Freddy Adu, Bada to do. Oh, I'm not a nerd. So. No, for that you don't you're like movie franchises. Grand, no, but that's you not true. Love hold the on, MCU for some hold on. Reason. Neither of those things are true. I'm not. I'm not a Harry Potter person. I think Harry Potter. I'm sorry to say this again. I'm really making some hot takes here. If you like soccer, fuck off. But Harry Potter to me is just like it's on. It's unfathomable. It's it's just you know okay. So soccer, Harry Potter out, tennis and the MCU in. Absolutely. Cool. That's actually a really interesting comparison. I think if you're a tennis person, you're MCU. If you're a soccer person, you're Harry Potter. That's actually really that's actually interesting. Oh, sorry, is it Quidditch? Quidditch. Quidditch is more interesting than tennis, that's for sure. Oh my god. That uh, whatever. Quidditch. Cool. Ooh, ooh, I'm gliding around in a broom. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> Um, all right. That's so not true. I'm not back to. I'm not being an depressed, anti being depressing. Being depressing. That's my whole ha- life. Sorry, having the depressing opinion that you're excited to see Black Widow. Why is that a depressing opinion to you? Because, because it's, it's all right. Marvel movies are fine. Most of them are fine. Correct. I agree with you. They're this just, is what I'm saying. I'm not a Marvel fanboy. I'm not like coming out like. You know, I'm not one of these people who's like, and can I tell you? Because I do go see a lot of these movies on opening weekend. Let me tell you. If you are coming to an opening weekend of a Marvel movie and you're wearing your Marvel t-shirt, we got to escort those people out. Like, there's something going on there. I don't mind that. What's wrong with that? It's it's very depressing to me. It's very depressing to me. There were so many people in, because I went on Friday 
on like Friday morning, the day, well, you know, the first official day it's out. And there were people there like in their like Iron Man shirt. Like what goes on in your brain? Well, I'm going to see Black Widow today. I support today, that. So let me pull out my Iron Man shirt. Why? Like wearing, uh, wearing the t-shirt of the band of the concert that you're at? That's a little bit better. But then I also have like complex feelings about like going to a sporting event and like how old is too old to like wear a jersey. Because I like, see... Sounds like you just kind of have some issues to work out. You think? <laughs> I do think. You met me? I'm a mess. So there have been 24 movies, Marvel Cinematic Universe movies that have been released. I've seen 12 of them. That's... I mean, I guess that feels about right. But what's interesting, I guess, what we're getting at here a little bit is the fact that historically, if we're talking about a franchise thing, and you're saying I'm anti-Star Wars, that's not fair because that's not true. That is Am I sort of fair and true, but go on. You don't know me. Uh, I know you pretty well. I don't... I'm not anti-Star Wars. I, I have not kept up necessarily with the with the latest of the Star Wars canon. I will admit that. But... I like Star Wars in general. Lord of the Rings, you know. Eh. But okay, again, what is, what's a franchise that you like other than Marvel franchise? You don't like the Mission Impossible movies, which is an atrocious. I like the movies. I don't like the men. I like the movies. I don't like the men. What men? You know who I'm talking. I will not. I I can't speak his name again. <laughs> I can't speak his name anymore. Well, they're gonna come to get me. I hope they do. They're going to come to get me. I would Scientology is going to come to get me. I would support them. Whatever. I, I, if it I, comes down to you or Scientology, I'm team Scientology. Yeah, we know. You would die for Tom Cruise. That's what's so interesting about you. It's like Tom Cruise of all the hills to die on. This little midget who – I mean, is it a joke? Tom Cruise has more – Is it a joke? Your Tom, Tom Cruise fandom. Tom is Cruise has more charisma in in five minutes of any of his movies than the entire MCU has had for oh, 24 movies. You know, it's such an insane thing to say. I mean, I, I'm sure Tom Cruise would love to be in an MCU movie. There's like, you're not good enough. Uh, Who would he even play? Ant-Man? <laughs> <laughs> Who, what, is there a character in the MCU that Tom Cruise would not have been better at playing than whoever ended up? I can't name one he'd be better. I And I'm not just saying that. Fishy, fishy, he would be easily fishy. the best Iron Man. Easily the best Captain America. Tom Cruise? Captain America? That's the most insane thing I've ever heard. Tom Cruise could never be Captain America. Tom Cruise. Chris Evans as Captain America is... Is Captain America in my heart. I do love Chris Whoa. Evans. Whoa. Can we turn the air on? Just thinking about Chris Evans. As Captain America is enough to get me going. Let me. You're not tell fitting your car you. in there. Hey, where you parked the car? He's got smart park. Hey, remember that commercial? Hey, Hyundai. I just watched it today. Really? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Is that like a ritual? You wake up and you just turn on that Hyundai I commercial. I do. With Rachel Dratch and Johnny Krasinski. Hey, where we parked the car? Look where we parked the car? Boston Strong. Don't get me started on Boston Strong. I mean, it wasn't that big of a deal. Two people died. That's not true. Go on. How many people died? Three? I think nine. Okay. It's interesting what people latch on to. To me, that lends itself to like, 
Boston is such a fragile city. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to bring this up and like offend you, but like the Boston mar- quite, quite the opposite. You're you're getting this. The Boston Marathon bombing the exact exactly. The Boston Marathon bombing wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But do you know what I mean? No. A few people died. And I'm I'm it's tragic. It's terrible. It's awful. Twelve more See, this is this is this is what people non Boston people who don't, oh my who don't God. understand what the marathon is, what it means to oh, the city. F- Founders Day or whatever to open oh the socks, Kevin Euclid, whatever. It's Patriots Day. What did I say? Mark Wahlberg. You said Founders Day or something. What's that? I have no Probably idea. Some other holiday about. that people in Boston just get off so they can go, you know, punch, you know, minorities in the face. Big poppies, this is our fucking city. But this Speech. is what I'm saying. It's not one of the best things that's ever happened. Okay, a few. Okay, so a bomb went off. A few people died. It's terrible. Of course, it's terrible. But that happened 15 times today, all around the country. <laughs> this, is, this is weird. Well, yeah, I'm just saying the whole like the whole. Hey, what well, Boston's strong. It's like okay, like cool, good for you. Good for you to look happy and healthy. healthy. If you ever care to ask. Um, sorry, that was a weird tangent, but it's, I had to get it off my chest. Let's um, let's let's get off of Tom Cruise and Boston for a bit and and dive oh back God, into please the MCU. Um, Black Widow. Give me your just like give me your takeaway from coming out of Black Widow. I thought it was really really good. Really? Yeah, I really liked it. Uh. It feels like a movie that came. It's. I feel like it's already come and went. Like nobody's gonna be talking about Black Widow three weeks from now. It's like why do you oh, say that? Because I don't... it's another generic Marvel superhero movie. It's not though. You don't even know what happens Nothing. in the movie. You don't even know what happened. There's something huge that happens in the movie. What? Should what? we say what happens in the movie? I don't know. I didn't see it, so I don't know if. This well, should I say? Should we do a spoiler thing where I'm going to say a spoiler about what happens in Black Widow, and I'm going to do it in five seconds, and then tune in in thirty seconds because it will be done. Here we go. Black Widow spoilers in five, four, three, two, one. Black Widow dies. Yeah, we knew that. What? Didn't she die in the one of the Infinity War or something? Sort, sort of, but like, yeah. The way that it happens is interesting, okay. and the post-credit scene is great. I gasped. Okay. So what we're getting and in, we're back from the spoilers. And we're back. Black Widow dies. So <laughs> what? Uh, what? What? Uh, I, I didn't even see the movie. And I feel like I knew that. What's interesting about these movies to me is that it's one of the few purely cinematic sort of like audience experiences that you can have at the movies anymore. And that's what makes them fun. You go, you're surrounded by these idiots wearing t-shirts. I'm sorry. I don't mean to call them idiots. They're morons. They're in these t-shirts. So what makes them fun is the fact that you surround yourself with people you don't like. Yeah, it is actually. So how, how, how is this different than say star Wars movies? Um, it's not. It's not. It's really not. It's. Just, it's. I. I. I think. I just. 
my my sort of currency of knowledge in terms of Marvel is Got a little it. bit higher than it is recently with Star Wars. Like I would be, I, I do need to take some time, like catch up with the, the latest ilk of the Star Wars, and then I would totally be on board for a Star Wars Friday night showing. I'm just not quite there in terms of like knowledge, but it's just it's fun. You have you're surrounded by people who are like totally invested and love what they're seeing. People are cheering, people are gasping, people are crying. It it is it's a fun experience. And also Okay, so for you these movies are more about the audience experience than being genuinely fantastic movies. No, well no, I was just going to say. And also, most of the time the movies are quite good. Like I I thought Black Widow was a genuinely good movie. Scarlett Johansson is great. I'll get into it now. Florence Pugh. I mean, Florence, pew me away. George, can you believe that joke? I mean, listen, I, I've been very vocal. I guess maybe not on this podcast, but I think Florence Pugh is one of the great talents in on the earth. Do tell. Uh, I mean, what is there to say about Miss Academy Award nominee Florence Pugh? Um, I just really needed a sip of water. I didn't need you to, okay, to marinate on Florence Pugh. You don't have and to, I will. You don't have to... Zach Braff's the only the person phrase? allowed to marinate on Florence Pugh. <laughs> Gross. Oh, Zach Braff. I don't... I can't... I cannot get into that at this time. Could there be a movie with two... With the two female stars being with lamer dudes... Oh, it's Scarlet pretty, and Florence. It's pretty tough to top. Wow. Great question. No. <laughs> I'm, no. Strugg- I'm struggling to come up with who else could even be in the running. Florence Pugh is great. She's, I, I, You know, I, it was one of those things where it was like, oh, great. She's going to be in this Marvel movie. Like, I'm uh-huh. sure she'll do a nice job. But to me, I, like, everyone gets excited when people get cast as these Mar- in, in these Marvel roles. I kind of get... I mean, sad is too strong, but I'm I'm just kind of disappointed when if an actor I like gets cast in this franchise because it sure. means I know it's going to take up a lot of their time and they're not going to do more interest movies that I find more interesting. Sure, I and I understand that. I think that's a, I think that's valid. But like her performance in Black Widow is one of my favorite Marvel movie. I'm sorry, MCU performances ever. She, the charisma she has, she's so natural. She's so funny. She's just Is she perfect. doing a bad Russian accent? No, it's great. It's per- I mean, she's doing a Russian accent. Is it bad? Don't know. Never been. <laughs> Never been to Russia? Never been. St. Petersburg, delightful <laughs> this time of year. <laughs> yeah. The only Russians I care about are the Russian Five. The Russian Five. What? Is this like Sergei Fedorov? Yeah, baby! Can you name them all? Uh, you got one. Great. So Florence Pugh <laughs> is exceptional in this movie. And also like – so it, it, it's, it's essentially four leads. So it's Scarlet. It's – Pavel Bure? Okay. No. Are they all Red Wings? Yeah. They're – it's – yeah. It's the Russian Five. Yeah. What does that have to do with Detroit or Red Wings? They are on the just in time. Oh, they all played at the same time? Yeah, I came up with another Russian. I thought maybe it was like the five good players. You know who, something we don't talk about enough is that Pavel Bure and Candace Cameron Bure are still married. Did I know that? What? Did is, you not know that? And Candace Cameron is Pavel Bure? You didn't know that? I don't think I knew that. They've been married for, I want to say decades. That is 
crazy. Blowing you away. Oh, yeah. Wow. And now that I'm saying this, is it Valerie Bure she's married to? His brother? What? She might be married to his brother. His brother's name is Valerie? Valerie Bure. I'm looking this up. Hold on. Candace and Kirk Cameron. Wow. What a sibling duo. Truly insane. Candace, not Candace Owens. Pavel Bure dated Anna Kornikova back in the day. No, that was Sergey Fedorov. I think I mean, they both did. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Oh, God, I'm sure she can't sell ones. <laughs> oh, no. Hold on. I'll look up uh, Pavel. Oh, ooh, I do have some unfortunate news. She has been married to Valerie Beret. <laughs> oh, God. What a... But since 1996. Nicknamed the Russian Rocket, Pavel Beret. Yeah. It's a good nickname. Sorry, Valerie. Valerie Beret. I'm, so I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I really, I can't, I cannot life. believe I got this wrong. Da, da, da. Relationships. Here we go. Who's Pavel Beret married to? Anyone? Link to shared a relationship with tennis star Anna Kornikova. Is Pavel Beret married to Uncle Joey? Ooh, the two met in 1999 when she was still linked to Beret's former Russian teammate, Sergei Fedorov. Wow. Da, 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 da. Who else? He married a model. They have three Papa children. Bure. Yeah. He's married to Alina Casanova. Yeah. Wow. Valerie won. Valerie won. Guess their three children's names. Sergey. Pavel Jr. Sergey. Polina. And, and Anastasia Bure. Wow. Anastasia Bure. Legendary name. Oh, here's a good section. I bet she's so hot. I bet she's so hot. She's She was born uh, in 2015. <laughs> oh, no, wait. Sorry. Uh, 2018. <laughs> Your point? There's a section called Politics on Pavel Bure's oh, no. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Bure is also frequently playing ice hockey with Russian President Vladimir Putin. Of course. But is denied having any political ambitions himself. Oh, well, great to know. Wow. The Bure's. How did we get onto that? Nobody knows Russian and nobody accents. cares. Russian accents. Yeah, but Fonts it's... Hugh, it's Candace but then Cameron. it's also... It's Rachel Weiss and it's David Harbour who is... Everybody is just on board. You know, everybody's okay. going for it. They all seem to be having a really good time. The movie's really well made. There's an excellent opening credit sequence that is like one of my favorite things that in a Marvel movie ever. The opening credits are phenomenal. It's just a, it's a really solid movie. Okay, you're kind of convincing me that I that I should watch. That. Oh, you should. I mean, truly. I mean, and go see it in theaters, of course. Oh, please, definitely. Won't. You actually have to go see it in theaters. You cannot play. To see it on uh, on you know Disney Plus, that is against the law. I will wait until it's free it is against, on Disney Plus. It is against the and law. We'll watch it then. But maybe. so okay, so I see all of these essentially. I've only missed three. Those three are. Uh, oh yeah, one of those. What are, so the MCU movies you have never seen? Uh, never seen. Uh, are Doctor Strange. Same. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I saw that. Uh, and then I never saw sort of oddly maybe spider-man homecoming me neither i never um, saw i haven't seen either of the two spider-mans thus far far from home is great so you you saw the second one but yeah, not the first one. i did 
maniacal. Listen. What is your I favorite multitudes. Uh, Marvel? Well, I knew this question was coming. It's a great. It's a great one. I mean, I think it's hard to say. Is it Thor: The Dark World. No, I mean I Ragnar- Thor Ragnarok would be near the top. I mean, it almost feels kind of obvious and boring to say, but like Black Panther. Black Panther's great. Is great. Um, it might be Black Panther. Thor. Ra- I love all the Thor movies. I mean, you know, Chris Hemsworth. I watch them on mute mostly. Um, the Thor movies I love. Black Panther is great. I mean, like, Iron Man and Iron Man 2 are both really good. And also, like, Avengers eh. Avengers Endgame is a really good time. I can't really get on board with Iron Man and Endgame, Iron Man 2. Endgame was... Iron Man was good until... But the culminating battle in the first Iron Man is just so lame. Couldn't tell you what it was. Me neither, really. But I just remember being like, oh, that could have been cool, but they ended it poorly. Yeah, but so Endgame... Am I going to have to go back and just do a deep dive and watch all of these? Yes. Also, I, I want to give a shout-out... I think both of the Ant-Man movies are very good. They wouldn't be, like, my top, but they're really... I mean, Paul Rudd is Paul Rudd. He's so charming. I've never remotely considered watching the Ant-Man They're really funny. They're great. Yeah, I really enjoy the The Ant-Man movies. The first Guardians of the Galaxy is is, is a a pretty good movie. I I don't love that as much as I think most people do or did. Fair. Um, Did you see Captain Marvel? Oh, yeah, you, you've seen them all, obviously. Did I see... Yeah, of course I saw Captain Marvel. Brie Larson, friend of the pod. I love Brie. The cheese and the and the lady. <laughs> I actually what? don't love the cheese. Brie. Oh, the cheese. The cheese and the... I got yes, it now. cheese yeah, and the lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vegan. Um, what? V- I'm vegan. Oh, I thought you said vegan, like... Kevin Feigen. Kevin, it's Kevin Feige. <laughs> I don't know. This has gone off the rails. Kevin Feige. Have you seen the list of, of MCU movies that are coming up next? Uh, yes, I would love you to read them. But also, I do want to also say that WandaVision is an excellent television show. I've never watched any of the Marvel TV shows. Uh, WandaVision is the only one I've seen. I haven't seen Falcon. I just don't really care. I haven't seen Loki because Tom Hiddleston rubs me the wrong way. But I like be- Tom Hiddleston, but... People seem to really like those shows. WandaVision is like an excellent television show. It's like really good. Like WandaVision, if I were ranking just in terms of my general overall appeal of all this MCU stuff, WandaVision is like near the top of the list. It's so smart and cool and great. But read me. Yeah, read me what's coming up. All right, coming up next. uh, We have two more, three more this year. Wow. Uh, And... As we all know from our box office draft, they were all chosen uh, very highly. We have, we've got uh, Shang Chi. Oh yeah, baby, Ten Rings. (laughs) We've got Eternals in November. Oh yeah, baby. And we've got Spider Man No Way Home in December. Number one overall. That actually they have canceled that release. Twenty twenty two. We have four movies: uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Has there is that the second Doctor Strange? There's only been one Doctor Strange movie. Correct, right? yeah. We have Thor: Love and Thunder. I can't wait because you know who Thor is. Uh, Natalie Portman. Correct. Can't wait. Can't wait. Why is she Thor? Because she's Natalie Portman, so she can actually do whatever she wants. But why isn't she like 
Thorina or something, you know, like some other character. Isn't she already another character that is not Thor? I am begging you not to ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> is Chris Hemsworth in this movie? Is he well, retired? Once again, I'm going to actually have to pass on that. <laughs> you watch all these movies. Also, That's what I'm saying, though. I don't know anything. Hold on. Did you know we are less than a year from from Black Panther Wakanda Forever's I release? Did. I did. I did. Who's Black Panther? I don't think they're no, – no one. They're, they, they're not recasting. I know that. What is going on in this franchise? <laughs> it's going down the tubes. Yeah, these movies really are – yeah, no one's going to go see that. No one's going to go see Black Panther. That's, you know, that's the Fast 7 of – you know the, the MCU. Well, do you do you think sometimes Chadwick Boseman is dead? I think that at least once a day. It's very sad. Oh yeah, I agree. Oh, I'm sorry. You literally twenty minutes ago were like, the Boston Marathon bombing doesn't matter. So sorry if I don't. I didn't say I'm, it doesn't matter. I'm just saying it was made into such a thing, and it's like. Okay. So why would I expect you to think that one person dying is a big deal if you don't think because that Chadwick Boseman a city defining moment a city defining in the moment. best American city we have a city defining moment unbelievable I bet there were more people today killed in Boston Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> by gun violence Chadwick Boseman dying is sadder than you know if, if the entire city of Boston imploded God I love Boston. Go on. Uh, the Marvels. What's that? Oh, that's the Captain Marvel sequel or something? Correct. The Marvels. What does that mean? What does that mean? What do you mean? What does it mean? What is that? It's the name of the movie. Well, yeah, but who are the Marvels? I don't know. The Marbles? That would make <laughs> you... That, would, that makes about as much sense. <laughs> Hurry up. Read these because I have a question for you. Oh, okay. Uh, so that those are the four for 2022. 2023, we have... I literally can't read that. What is this word? You're blind as a bat. and the Wasp. Quantumania. Quantumania. Is that a word? Of course it is. What's going on with these titles? We have the Multiverse of Madness. We have, we have Love and Thunder. And we have Quantumania. Love and Thunder. What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with it. Okay. I'm just saying we've come a long way from uh, from Iron uh, Man two, <laughs> Thor: The Dark World. I don't know. Uh, and then what is he talking about? In uh, also in 2023 we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume three, and then apparently uh, don't care TBD on the release here, but they're making a Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, correct. Listen, my question. <laughs> excuse me, my question. <laughs> what on earth? I'm really getting worked up here. Uh, why don't you like these movies? Why don't they, like, get you excited the way that they get me excited? It's a good question. I mean... Thank you so much for I that. just don't think they're all that good in general. Like, they're they're just kind of fine, and I'm probably just annoyed by the, like, fawning over them. By the the fandom out there and the fact that they like dominate pop culture and the box office so aggressively, and sure. it's something that I'm just not all that into. Like I think they're for the most part they're decent enough, but like, yeah, 
from what I from the ones I've seen, you know. It, all right, here, here's what I'll say. I'm trying to think. Maybe Black Panther didn't have it. No, I, I think even that did. Every single Marvel movie ends in the same way, which is a big like CGI fest of an action fight sequence where nothing actually cool or interesting looking happens. It's just a bunch of monsters. It's eight zillion monsters fighting sure. our heroes doing CGI punches and flying across the screen. And it's ne- there's never been once been a good scene in that sense. And so the payoff to every one of these movies is disappointing to me. Okay. At least of the ones that I've seen. So I always come out with like a, a, a bad taste in my mouth. And, and, and I respect the, the characters that they, you know, you know, turning, casting Robert Downey Jr. obviously was a stroke of genius. And that really uh-huh. launched this, this whole franchise. And I respected the way they, they've done a lot of the casting and the, and the, you know, they've created, it's obviously a, a brilliant job of creating this world and, and marketing these actors and characters and, and so forth. I just, none of the movies are all that enthralling to me because I don't think they're all that good. Fair enough. I'm not, I'm not, I'm literally not opposed to any of them, really. It's more of just like. I think you need to go see Black Widow. Yeah. I would be very interested in your thoughts. There are some that I that I do that are have been really well received that I would like to watch and just but like they kind of came and went and I didn't see them in the moment and then well because I, I do think part of the fun is like you were saying earlier is that right that energy around these movies and once the moment like I was saying with back about I feel like once the moment passes like sure nobody cares I yeah I hear that like and I mean, it is it's weird to say nobody cares about Marvel movies because obviously people perpetually care about Marvel movies but like. The drop off from like the moment of like oh, yeah. it came out, this is great, and if you don't see it in the theaters the first yeah. week and a half, it's kind of like, oh, what am I gonna do? Well, go see, you know, <laughs> right? I, that's the fun of it. Movie. Yeah, exactly. That's the fun of it, and like also inevitably, you're going to get spoiled on what happens. You're going to get spoiled on like the end credit scene. There's all you know. That's always so fun. Like who's gonna show up? What's gonna happen there? I think it's one of the last sort of mass communal pop culture things that we have left. And I think that's why they're so fun. You know? Yeah, I think that's a fair that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Oh, George is jumping off the couch. George! Oh! My microphone. Oh, God. Am I still plugged in? Check, check, check. Hello? Toast, Hello? Toast, toast. Yes, we're still good. Wow, George, George is really sick of us talking about Marvel. I, and listen, buddy, I can't blame you. The, the quote-unquote best... Well, I don't know why I quoted there, but... The most well-received Marvel Quote movies that, I've, that, I've, that I have not seen. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. I would like to watch that. Yeah. Uh, I never saw Captain America Civil War, which is kind of... That's always near top. Yeah. like one of the best ones. It's very good. And uh, there was one more. Maybe it was... I mean, I really other? enjoy Captain Marvel. Oh, the Winter... Captain America, the Winter Soldier. I never saw that either. Yeah. The Captain America movies are very good. Um... And I would also <laughs> I would go back and watch Far From Home, the Spider Man movie from last oh, year, yeah. which I, I really would like enjoyed. To watch both the previous Spider Man movies. Really actually. enjoyed. Tom Holland is delightful. Yeah, Tom Holland and Zendaya. Zendaya. I mean, well, yeah, Zendaya, your girl. Do you, how do we? Is that relationship real? No, I don't think so. Okay, there I was on vacation, so I kind of wasn't following this. Decade. Okay, well, speaking of vacation, oh, you you and vacation. I <laughs> you and Take I had. Me back. You and I had an interesting conversation about watching movies on planes, which I think we need to visit here for a, for a beat. Yes. Um, so, obviously, I flew back east. Okay. 
and I was scrolling around looking for. Well, first let's talk about just when. Where did JFK crash? What? JFK, famously JFK. John F. Kennedy. But Junior, you idiot. Yeah, I know. Okay. The other one Where was shot. Where did JFK crash? By uh, the in C- Dallas. <laughs> yeah, by the CIA. Okay. Uh, JFK the CIA Jr. killed JFK. JFK Jr.'s crash was, I want to say. Was it not Martha's Vineyard? No, no, no. Uh, Martha's Vineyard is Ted Kennedy, Chappaquiddick. Sure. That's Chappaquiddick well, that's is where part he of killed. Vineyard. What's her name? Uh, JFK Jr., I think he crashed in like the Hamptons, didn't he? Oh, he or, was going to Ina's garden. He was going to Ina's house. Or in Connecticut, maybe? JFK they Jr. died going to Ina's house. Jr. And she was making a chicken. It was Martha's Vineyard. I knew it. Off the coast of Martha's Vineyard. Do you remember where you were when you found out that JFK Jr. died? Because I do. No. Do you remember where you were when you found out that Princess Diana died? No. Which were you sadder about? And there was a right answer. Uh, JFK Jr. Of course. Wrong answer. Prince, when I tell you that Princess Diana's entire life was stolen from her. It was her fault. <laughs> it was her fault. Yeah. You know what? JFK Jr. Well, JFK Jr. was one of the first heartthrobs that I remember being enamored with. Which is so boring of me. But look at my taste. I'm like, oh, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Chris Evans. Chris Hemsworth. I know. It's pretty sad, isn't it? Thor, Captain America. That's one thing. Yeah, my taste is so boring. But yeah, that's why you like Marvel movies. Your taste is so boring. <sighs> what did you watch in the plane, you little bitch? <laughs> so, before we get into what I watched on the plane. Okay. Let's talk about watching movies on planes. What yeah. do, what's, your, what's your move? This is such an interesting topic. I never really do it because I never, okay, I I have a very complex relationship with flying. I hate it. You, I mean, what are my, what are my two of my least favorite things? Going outside in the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. I mean, that, those weren't even the two I was thinking, but I guess you are. I am <laughs> out of I am out of the house, and I am, you know, sort of flying over bodies of water, so I am in hell. But uh, it's being around people. Oh, yes, that makes sense. And it's also, it's just like being, I guess, just like in very close quarters with people at the same time. So I hate flying, and I could, but I can never sleep on a plane. Yes, that's the worst. I can't, I, I can't I sleep on a plane. Into, can't anymore. It's miserable. I hate it. I but I can't do a movie on a plane because I just I simply cannot. So you can't sleep. You can't watch movies. What do you do on plane? I try and sleep. I'll bring out a book, and I'll be like, "Oh, look, look at me. I'm a reader." A book. Can you imagine? I'm like I'm a reader. So then I try. I'll, I'll try and watch something, especially if they have the like you know, sort of in front of you movie screen or whatever. You can right. pick from, you know, a selection or something. But even then, I, I can't lock in on a movie on a plane. I am so distracted the entire time. I'm, like, manic. I, like, can't focus on anything. So I try and you, sleep. You sound like a fun travel partner. Oh, I'm absolute hell <laughs> to travel with. I'm absolute hell. So I used to watch the movies just kind of on the screen in front of you or whatever. But the game changer for me has been... 
downloading a movie on my iPad. Sure. And then watching with like a really good pair of headphones. Okay. Um, and so before I left for my flight, I was searching through you know the various apps that let you download well, movies. Well, can I, I can I tell a quick story? Sorry to interrupt you, but one of the um, famously uh, one time I did make a concerted effort to watch something while I was flying. Uh, and unfortunately, the thing that I did bring with me was uh, the pilot of Lost, which is um, oh. unfortunately a about famously a plane crash. I have I have watched that on a plane as <laughs> really? well. Really? Yes. I do. I don't even know what I was thinking because I knew what it was about. This is this is I had the Lost season one DVDs. So I had it like for some reason I had the pilot of Lost like on like a video iPod like. 15 years ago. Oh, wow. Ridiculous like that. And I watched it on a plane once. So this is weird to watch this, on a plane. This isn't me in an iPod. This is me like what I do. Like, I believe was like a portable DVD player if I could be so rich. <laughs> and I believe I was watching the f- pilot episode of Lost where a plane crashes. And I remember like being – I didn't stop it. I was so Have self. You seen it before? No, never I, seen it. I had already seen it. Well, you're even, you're an even bigger dummy. More preposterous than I watched it. But so I'm watching it, and I'm like, I remember, and I was on the aisle, and so I was like trying to guard the screen at some points because it, well, it's a very psychopathic thing to do to watch a plane crash while you're on a plane. Yes. Yeah, you. Did, would be, I would throw you out the window. With the didn't plane. stop me. Oh, would have been a dream. Didn't stop me, of course. But but that brings up an interesting point, and so like. When I'm looking for a movie, you know, to download, to watch on the plane. Yeah. You know, you know, because let's be honest. Everyone, when you're on a plane, if someone is watching a movie next to you, in front of you, near you. One of my favorite things in the world. Like, I watch their screens more than I watch anything else. It is the things that people choose to watch. (laughs) I mean, it is just fascinating. You'll go by and you'll see somebody like... All the things in the world, of all the things in the world, you're watching like the Legend of Bagger Vance. <laughs> well, and so the point is, you you know that other people are going to be seeing what you're watching. It's this is filling me with such anxiety. Maybe that's why I don't watch anything. <laughs> maybe we're getting to something here. Well, maybe you were traumatized by your loss experience. <laughs> and then, so, like, well, well, they all survived. I struggle. They a all survive. Bit. I, I think because of that, I, I get a little self-conscious about watching a movie I've never seen before because I don't totally, know Totally, totally. And so I, I, I feel like I find myself gravitating towards movies I've already seen. Yeah. Um, it, although I did – so I watched one movie on, on my flight out there, one movie on my flight back. I, I downloaded a few options and then I kind of feel out in the moment which one I want to watch when I'm on the plane. Based on who's around you. Not, it's just more of just like the vibe of the. Film, are you, you a know? are you a window or an aisle seat guy? I'm I win- think I'm a window. Person. I knew it. What an idiotic choice. No, a no. window. Window is infinitely better. Than you that. know why I choose aisle? Though. I know because I you, just went you, to the bathroom <laughs> while we were recording this podcast. The uh, yeah, I'm definitely a window person. First of all, oh, being able to see stuff out the window, great. Second, you okay, can lean. There is, it helps you sleep because you can lean up against the wall. There is nothing more overrated. Than looking at things out of a plane. Oh, window. that's false. Work flying over the Grand Canyon. Takeoff and landing. Who so cares? Cool. Flying is cool because it's 
Flying is cool. It shouldn't work. We shouldn't be able well, to Well, listen, fly. every time I go up in the air, I'm like, well, this is it. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. We don't talk about flying enough. We, that's, flying, to me, is a little bit like the ocean, where I can't really talk about it. Flying is a little bit like the ocean. There are so many planes just in the sky right now. Where are they going? Here's the thing. Just, I don't understand how we've worked out the technology, but the fact that... Nobody does! If the fact that, let's say, 10% of all flights should crash... 10? At least. 50! <laughs> Wait, no, we were talking about this. The fact that we ever land safely on a flight? It's it's the most remarkable thing in the world. We were talking about this with George earlier, the dog. We were like, George is out here like, like, oh, I guess you guys know where you're going and what you're doing. That's us every time we get on a plane. And the flight attendant's like, hello, oh, oh, hi, hi. We're like, hey, how's it going? It's insane, the charade we do. It's insane. You're literally shooting across the sky going 500 miles an hour. It's absolutely absurd. And then you just land? It's the dumb... And the people... It, 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 Nobody claps. It, I, 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 people don't clap. You've never been on a plane where people clap? I have, but it's been a long time. And it doesn't happen anymore. Well, time. hopefully those people have been shamed to death. Yeah. But fly, flying is... It's absolutely absurd. Anyway, back to the movies on the planes. So... I ended up so I downloaded uh, on my flight there. I downloaded um, uh, the Lighthouse, which I have have never seen and didn't end up watching. Yeah, you got me very excited when he texted me that you were that you downloaded the Lighthouse and then you didn't watch it, which was a really big letdown. Fair. I downloaded uh, some other movie I forget what, and then I downloaded Nightcrawler, oh, baby. the Jake Gyllenhaal movie. <sighs> um, that's what I ended up watching on the flight out. That's a pretty, but even that, I ended up deciding between those two movies, and I, having never seen the lighthouse, I was like, I don't want to like, because like like you were saying, even even with the best scenario of like iPad, good headphones, noise canceling, whatever, uh, you know, it's tough for your first viewing of a movie to be on a plane. A pl- a plane for me, it has to be a repeat viewing. I think so. I did Nightcrawler, which was which was good. I hadn't seen it in a while, and like, mm-hmm. that that locked me in because I just. Wanted to rewatch it. Yeah. Um, that movie's great. It's so good. I just rewatched it at some point, either this year or last. It's just, it's phenomenal. And so as I was uh, searching for a movie to download, one of the ones that I almost downloaded for the flight out but didn't was Election. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, and then while I was on vacation, we were texting, and you mentioned that you were like, oh, I just watched, I watched Election last night. And I was yep. like, oh, my God, I almost downloaded that for the flight. I'll download it for the flight back yeah. and watch it then. I did so, watched Election, and I've seen Election a, a handful of times, but it had been quite a while. Yeah. It's so good. It's remarkable. That movie is... Start amazing. to finish. Crisp. Crisp. It's Funny. Like an hour and 40 minutes, something like that. It's hilarious. Well, it, I mean, for anybody who doesn't know what Election is, and if you don't, and you're listening to this, I, I don't truly know who you are, but... Uh, Reese Witherspoon, Matthew Broderick, Chris Klein, Alexander Payne directing. It's it's came out in '99. Yeah, um, it's sort of about a high school presidential election. It's right. Reese Witherspoon is running for class president. Matthew Broderick is like the the teacher who like kind of can't stand her and yeah. his, and his life sort of falls apart. A goody two shoes, if election. you will. 
Did you ever run? Flick. Did you ever run for office in school? Uh, I ran for class vice president my senior year of high school. Having like you ran for vice. Yeah. Is the vice president just not not on the president's ticket? You run for vice. Every, every office was individual. Yeah. Why not president? I didn't really want to be the class president. What does the vice president do? I don't know. What do any of them do? The whole point oh, of any of these offices. Yeah, of course I lost. To who? Uh, who don't act like you don't. Don't president. act like you don't remember. Mm, it's a good question. A lot of people ran for vice president, and only a couple ran for president. Interesting. I can't remember who the who vice president was. I remember. I believe our class president was Laura Corkery. I remember Sounds like a real Tracy my Flick friend type. Abby, I don't remember if Abby was vice president, but I know she was one of the class officers because she planned our like reunion. Oh God! Um, did you did you have a high school reunion? George is barking. Like, yes! have you had a reunions? My high school has just like not had them. Really? I don't think they just like whoever is supposed to do them. And I went to a huge high school, like has just dropped the ball. There's haven't been reunions. We had our tenure, but I, I didn't I couldn't make it. Yeah. I think we had a five as well. But you, we definitely you didn't want to go see who beat you for the vice presidency. <laughs> we definitely had our ten uh a few years back and, and I I couldn't make that one because it was like over they did it over like Thanksgiving or something. Yeah, sure. It wasn't going back east for Thanksgiving. Sure. Um, Nothing I would rather do less than go to a high school classroom. Oh, I would actually really like to go. I was oh. I was sad that I wasn't able to make it my time. Oh my tent. god. I talked to three people. George, I talked to three people from high school. Oh, I don't I talked to like borderline Well, you talked to Abby, who was a class officer. Kyle was putting the microphone in George's face. There he is. All right, Georgie, good boy. Um, no, I don't. I, I don't talk to Abby. I was friends with her in high school, but not now. Um, what is she doing now? Family? I think so. Real estate, probably. I would say family and real estate. <laughs> Most likely. No, I have basically one friend left from high school. And, and They all died? Huh? They all died? At the bombing? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> George. And I, I was friends with her basically more in college. She went to college with me, my one high school friend. Oh, sure. Yeah, that'll help. Um, so really from, uh, there are people that I would like to see and am friendly with, but I haven't actually like hung out with someone from high school in, I, I don't even know how long. Fair. But I would love to go to a reunion. It'd actually be quite fun. <sighs> well, you do know, I mean, you do know that my post prom, the day after prom, the only dance I went to went with a girl. Thank you. <laughs> do I think she wouldn't have sex that night? Yeah. Did we? No. Yeah, I'm sure she was dying too. Oh, co- oh, the anchor of Wildcat Weekly? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Wildcat Weekly. Oh yeah, baby. But my post prom date, uh, we did go to Bubba Gump. Bubba Gump on Navy Pier. Yeah. On what? Navy Pier. What's that? It's in Chicago. It's like a pier. There's <laughs> a, a Bubba Gump in Chicago. Yeah, there's Bubba Gums everywhere. It's a chain. What do you mean? It's a chain restaurant. <laughs> I mean, sure. What do you mean, sure? I, I mean, I knew it was a chain. I didn't know they were. In, I didn't know where they were. I knew there's they were a Bubba Gump on Navy Pier. God, that's depressing. Yeah, it sucked that you went there. 
Yeah. I mean, we who know what were we doing? <laughs> what were we doing? I mean, really. The, also, the idea of being like a 17-year-old and just driving from the suburbs of Chicago into Chicago and everyone being like, well, I hope they'll get there. I had like eight people in my car. You drove? Oh, yeah. Come on. I'm a great driver. You've been in the car with me. Yeah. You complain about the the routes I take, but I'm a great driver. Eh. Whatever. Mediocre. Whatever. Uh, Reese Witherspoon... Is what is Reese's best performance? That could be a whole episode. Maybe. Having so, to be attracted to Mark Wahlberg in fear. Role. Oh, what do you mean? That you don't think she was attracted to Mark Wahlberg in fear? Listen, uh, there's two sides to every coin. You don't have to act in that role. Mark Wahlberg in fear is I've said this before, the hottest performance of all time. <laughs> Look, Mark Wahlberg as a person. Maybe the worst person of all time. Another uh, Boston. Yeah, well, that of course. I mean, there's <laughs> look. No... I said, name a white actor. <laughs> They're all from Boston. <laughs> Reese Wither, <coughs> Reese Witherspoon's best movie performance. Most iconic. Most iconic. I mean, that has to be legally Probably blonde. Probably legally blonde, right? It has to be legally blonde. She won best actress for Walk the Line. Walk the Line. Yep. Nominated again for Wild. Was Wild good? Yeah. Seems I mean, fine. it's fine. I never ended up seeing it. It's fine. Sort of started the Witherspoon Dern. Cruel Intentions? I mean, come on. Of course. What are we forgetting? What are the big, what are the big Reese movies? Uh, Sweet Home Alabama? Eh. Not great. She, I mean, Reese <coughs> sort of manages to be an A-lister with maybe only a handful of defining roles. Can we argue that? It's not a knock. I love Reese Witherspoon. Would, right. die, would die for her. Yeah, I, 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 that's probably fair. I mean, Big Little Lies is, is the one that we're not sort of talking about. <laughs> I think Election might be peak Reese. I think there's definitely an argument for that, yeah. Oh, anyway, uh, as we were talking about oh, people, anyway. awkward scenes on play, there are a couple of sex scenes in Election oh, yeah. that I like didn't think about when I put on the plane, but you know, they, when they were coming up, I was like, a little uncomfortable for a moment, and I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Like, I don't care if anyone's watching me watch a sex scene on a plane. Sure. I kind of had a moment of like, I don't care. No, you can't care. It was a way to. It was. It was a good uh, a triumph. Well, let them look for my psyche to not be worried about it. That's really brave. That's a really brave cause to take up. Underrepresented at the Oscars. Well, that's insane. Only one nomination is for best adapted screenplay. Uh, lost out to. Wait for it. The Cider House Rules. Oh, boy. Which the Cider show? House. You say drools. I guess drools. I was going to say drools. I was going to say the Cider House drools. You you princes of Maine, you kings of New England. Are you quoting the Cider House drools? When was the last time you saw it? I've seen it once. I think I have too, but I remember that. Well, That's what Michael Caine says to the boys. Oh, oh Michael Caine. Michael Caine and the boys. Oh, Michael Caine. Um, Reese obviously should have been nominated for Best Actress. No doubt. Um, Don't speak. And I think, I think, go see Election. (laughs) But I think, I think the great takeaway here is, I like how we're both just coughing up a storm. 
COVID. The Delta variant has infiltrated <laughs> the popcorn boys. Oh, no. Uh, but I think the great takeaway from all of this, of course, is that all you of the see people... election instead of mediocre Marvel movies. Okay, new. No. But I think the, uh, the takeaway here is that a lot of people, you know, on that flight from Boston to L.A., so we're peeking over their shoulders like, what's he watching? What's he, what is baby he watching? And then they look and they see, wow, election. And then they think to themselves, that really should have been nominated for best picture. <laughs> They're going to say, wow, that guy sure is cool. <laughs> no, they saw your shorts and they said no. He's, they were like, wow, he's, he's watching a movie, a 22-year-old <laughs> movie. Again. Oh my god. A 22 year it's old movie. <laughs> both of us. Oh god. Um, who yeah. recast election current people? Go. Olivia Rodrigo <laughs> as Matthew Broderick. I had a moment of, well, the, the, I thought of Florence Pugh as, as a Tracy Flick, but she's probably too old now. Who's the, who's the, the modern day Chris Klein? <laughs> The modern day Chris Klein is oh, there's got to be. By the way, I forgot Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Before we go, yeah. One to ten, how excited are you for Space Jam? <laughs> A new legacy. Please stop coughing. I can't stop coughing. What do you want me to do? I'm not going to not be myself on this podcast. <laughs> this is a disaster. All of a sudden, <laughs> we both can't stop. Okay, so how excited am I for 1 to 10 for Space Jam and New Legacy? 1 to 10, okay, so there's two levels to this. 1 to 10, how excited am I from like a, will this be a good movie? 1. <laughs> how excited am I from, I cannot wait to watch this just to see how absurd it is? 10. Uh, yeah. Like, I can't wait to watch it. I, is, I truly can't. I and go see this in the theaters, everyone. No, no. Absolutely. It's actually free. HBO Max, sign up for a free trial. So, okay, so here's what I say. Sign up for a free email address. Get a, a fake free one. Free email address. <laughs> what, do you pay for your email? What's wrong with you? They make me pay an AOL. If you... Go see it in theaters. This movie needs to make as much money as possible so we get more Space Jams. Oh, my God. Who would be... Because LeBron's not going to do another one. Who's going to be... Like the next Space Jam lead. Giannis? I mean, if the Trey last Young? one was Michael Jordan. Are they, Trey Young? Um, I mean, I guess it depends on when, you know, how far... LaMelo Ball! The next one will be. We, would it be LaMelo Ball? We just went, what, 26 movies? 26 years between well, Space Jams? Listen, there's an obvious answer to this. Bronny Bates? It's Bronny. Bronny, huh? Yeah, come on. He's, I don't know if he's going to be good. We'll find out, won't we? He probably will. Emily Bates. He can, he's dead to me. <laughs> oh, man. George, any uh, final thoughts? Oh, I'm excited for Paw Patrol. Oh, George can't wait for Paw Patrol. And neither can my nephews. This dog can talk. the trailer a million times while I was on vacation. George. Georgie. This is the saddest thing I've personally ever seen. He is... He is coaxing the dog with a treat so he says something into the microphone george is very tired um but he like i really enjoyed this episode nine i had a great time we'll see you next week on the on the p boys good to have you back good to be back yeah 
I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> okay, bye.